everyone, and welcome to the Small Council. This is a spoiler cast about Telltale's Game of Thrones. You may have heard of it. It is uh, uh, the third series from Telltale. I'm here with Ricardo. Yes, welcome, denizens of Westeros. Oh, yes, we are the uh, foresters. Yes. Right, because we have a small council. Yes, and your name is Ethan. My name is Ethan, and good things happen to me. Very, yep. very good thing. So um, it, it, if if you're turned off by spoilers and actually haven't played the show or the game yet, um, I mean, we're only going to do episodes. So this is going to be all about episode one. So if you're listening to this in the future or something, when we're all done, uh, you'll be disappointed to hear we only know everything from the first episode. So we might sound really dumb or you might just think this is really interesting to listen to because you've never mm-hmm. heard anyone uh, play it this way, I suppose. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, this kind of comes from the fact that we've done a couple of spoiler casts at the end of the Pixel podcast. If you haven't checked that out, you're checking this out. Go to iTunes, search for Pixel, or go on PixelLegends.com, 1L, check that out. Mm-hmm. But um, Ethan just was like, the other day, we we both finished the first episode, and he was like, hey, we should totally just do one of those for the first episode. And I was like, sounds good. Because the thing is, is we usually just hang out anyway and talk about it. I mean, we might as well just record kind of our natural conversation, maybe go a little more mm-hmm. in-depth than we would normally as, as we're just talking as friends. But, you know, hey, might as well record it. People will probably listen. It's a mm-hmm. fresh game. It's new. It's relevant. And and the plan is to have Matt join us uh, in the sixth step after the sixth episode because he's planning on just playing it all together as one big uh, storyline like he played the Wolf Among Us. So hopefully this goes well and we get to that point and you'll get you'll get your your Matt fix on here as well. <laughs> yep, everyone's dying to hear the Matt fix. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, interesting thing is that we can also figure out kind of see how the difference between how we're playing uh, and there and he perceives the game because that was one of the things i saw was interesting in the wolf among us uh i feel like actually thinking about that game is that the momentum doesn't build up um or doesn't build up throughout episodes it feels like the episodic type of game of it doesn't actually enhance the game itself it just kind of hinders the quality a little bit to me after i was thinking yeah. about it like there's it doesn't have that good it, it feels like it's the rhythm is off sync of uh, yeah, actual episodes. Yeah, you're 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 not wrong. Like the the Walking Dead definitely did, I think, a better job of uh, from an episodic moment to moment like standpoint, um, just kind of bringing you back episode after episode. Mm-hmm. And actually, but seeing as this is a Game of Thrones game and it's based off the television show, I was actually extremely uh, hopeful that they would try to adopt the the idea of episodes of the show into uh the game and and they kind of do that for the most part but i i think we're getting a little bit off on tangent so ethan when exactly does episode one iron from ice of game of thrones a telltale game series take place well it's it takes place um during the red wedding and at a little bit after so um actually which is the famous part in uh, the series of game of thrones where mm-hmm. um, the, uh, the rest of the starks basically what's left of them get slaughtered um basically by um i don't remember the house off the top of my head do you remember the name it was the uh house Frey, house Frey. Uh, Wald- walder Frey, and uh and actually the boltons as well kind of kind of jump ship from being stark bannerman to joining the lannisters at that point and yeah actually um that is exactly when the the game starts up but it kind of eases you into it you kind of start off the game uh 
at just what seems like a basic kind of bonfire with soldiers and stuff. And it wasn't until they revealed like what night it was where I was like, wait a minute, that, that's going to happen now. Yeah, like, that, that's that really threw me off guard too. Um, I was just really like, wow, okay, well this is obviously something's going to bad happen right now. Like right now, bad things are going to happen. Um, and what do you know? They did. So you're playing yeah. as, um, uh, I forget it. Gerard, Gerard, G- Garrett, Garrett, Garrett Tuttle, Garrett, Garrett Tuttle, Tuttle. And he is um, from House Forester. He is not an actual Forester himself. Like he's not part of the royal family. Mm-hmm. Like, what are they called royal family? Is that what they're called? I assume. Yeah. He's yeah. not part of them. He's actually a squire, um, but he's been a very loyal squire. And you kind of get a little bit of backstory there. And it starts off with him um, just uh, being promoted. Actually, being promoted mm-hmm. to. Um, I'm not exactly sure what the title is, like being... Yeah, he's just going to basically ride alongside the the vanguard in the morning because, you know, as after Rob gets wed, Rob and the, uh, the Stark army are going to gonna go off and uh, Garrett's supposed to ride with the vanguard. So you actually get a... Uh, it, it does the Telltale Games sort of thing of it lets you kind of start shaping the kind of character you want Garrett to be. You have this conversation with, uh, with this other squire who's a little bit more resentful, a little bit more like, uh, uh, a little bit more disgruntled about his job as a squire. And and you can kind of like go along with that and be like, Oh, you're right. I I hate being a squire (laughs) or like, or you can be like, no, it brings honor to my house. My family. Yeah. Yeah. But, But, uh, Oh, go ahead. Yes. Yeah, so, so you're your squire to uh, Lord Forrester, uh, Gregor Forrester, who is the the actual head of the entire house, and he is, you know, you, you start growing an attachment to him. He is kind of your father figure at the beginning of the game, and what do you know? He, what happens to all fa- father figures that uh, in tragic storylines? They sacrifice nothing good. himself. Yep. Nothing good happens to just him. Die. Um, yeah. yeah, so, you know, the Red Wedding happens and everyone starts this huge fight because you're standing there and, you know, uh, as the Foresters are all hanging out near the Starks area and then you see everyone killing each other and uh, the first choice was, I think it was Save Your Friend and I wasn't fully yes. paying attention. I believe I was texting at that time for some reason because I was like, <laughs> everything's fine. And then all of a sudden it pops up with this thing and it says Save or Warn and I was just like, I don't know, I just hit a button Yeah, it was, it, it was like, um, it was like Run run to warn Roderick who Roderick is Lord Forrester's eldest son. Right. He's like supposedly one of the better warriors in the entire Vanguard or save your, save your fellow squire. Like for some reason, so was, I thought it was a good idea to go warn him, even though I didn't comprehend that. Uh-huh. Hey, everything, everyone's attacking at once. There's really no point. Cause I'm so far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so wait, so did you did you help out your no. your fellow squire? Oh, you just yes, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I did too. Because like, even though it kind of it kind of tips its hand and like implies like uh, your your buddy's gonna die if you go do this other thing, I was like, uh, but I think I'd rather go warn like everybody else. <laughs> maybe you shouldn't be so grumpy all the time, and maybe next mm. maybe I'll spare him next time. And know. then that dude gets a sword in the neck. In the neck. Yeah, there's a lot of one thing I noticed in this is that it definitely has the Game of Thrones excessive gore in it. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Of, I mean, uh, later scene with the maggots in the leg. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that yeah, part yeah, yeah. is like, oh why? Okay. No gratuitous. They actually take like there's actually like a moment like that in in The Walking Dead season two. And I'm like, man, like Telltale's really getting really graphic with these kind of weird wound it, mending. It's things too bad all the uh, 
character animations are fairly stiff and yeah kind of of poor yeah in fact i think we we should tell like mention right now that this is very much the telltale kind of style um uh very stylized artwork in fact in this one in 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 the walking dead game they kind of do like that cell shaded hand drawn style comic book where you can see like the heavy dark lines around every character Mm -hmm. and they're kind of frayed almost and some points like you can see that it's kind of like a texture on a model that's sticking out so you can tell that Mm -hmm. that part's particularly flat which is really interesting design choice and wolf among us had an interesting design choice too where um just the color palette was um, very dark neon kind of esque colors mm-hmm. and kind of had the outline as well. But those are both of those are from comic books. So when you get to Game of Thrones, they opted for a kind of um, it's like an it's kind of like an oil, yeah, oil painting, painting sort it, of yeah. pastel sort of style. Which actually at first I didn't get it. No, like I, I was either. like, why are I was like, why are the background textures like so blurry like is yeah. it because i'm playing the 360 version like did they need to make some weird graphical concessions or something but then like when you actually get to later parts of the game with like uh like king's landing and stuff you notice oh actually the backgrounds kind of fade into this kind of weird oil painting looking style i'm not sure i exactly like it um i like certain parts of it for example it's a really great way to draw these like really big areas like king's landing and stuff they just mm-hmm. straight up paint them in like this you know this painting sort of setting and they paint that and it looks really good and it looks really cool but then you get to some scenes where um there's maybe not like a a large scene like say in the chamber room or something like a chamber area or something uh the background is blurred out with this weird filter it's not like it actually the textures are like that but this filter kind of blurs in and out depending on where characters are at and sometimes it just doesn't work and it looks really weird to me anyway it looks like they kind of no it definitely does it just makes them kind of look fuzzy as opposed to yeah. It, it makes like yeah. It gives the edges of characters really fuzzy. And but I, I will say this that like the the art style is still very strong, and I mm-hmm. still like the way characters like emote specifically in their face. Yeah, they look you know that lots of lots of wide eyed like shock and like eyebrow movement and stuff. Like it looks it looks it looks good for the setting they're trying to like convey. I feel like Telltale as a um done a really good job at facial animations they just need to start yeah. working on their actual animations like a lot of walking and running is just mm-hmm. i don't know why they don't just perfect a couple and just paste them on the different skeletons you know like different yeah, characters I, I, I don't know why they just don't make some really good ones because <laughs> someone was mentioning in a, another podcast i was listening to that the um the horses actually look pretty good the horses look really really good actually then, that's really weird yeah so they spend a lot of time on that and they're like well we're gonna have a lot of horses well you know you're gonna have a lot of people too maybe you should spend some time <laughs> on that you've, you've had like nah. three games and actually Forget four games em. now. Um, Forget them. Yeah, actually, I should correct that. At the beginning, I said this was the third game, but this is actually the fourth game because Tales of Borderlands came out a little bit beforehand, didn't it? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, and they've done other they've done other series too, but this is kind of like the the, the fourth ma- major like post Walking Dead yeah, era. Which is weird because I feel like I mean, yeah, Telltale's had many games, but this is kind of it, it's just weird because I almost feel like those don't count. Like that was a different kind of studio because now they all uh-huh. kind of are homogenized into this um, more action over puzzles or social situations over puzzles i mean there, there mm-hmm. is an inventory in this i don't know <laughs> at one point you collect stuff for your inventory yeah and i'm like well i didn't use any of that i'm sure it will come into play in the second episode maybe uh-huh. but yeah in fact there's a part later that i want to talk about that has to do with that but for right now red wedding breaks out um you run to go 
or you don't run to go uh, try to help Roderick out. Uh, either way, he dies. So <laughs> the eldest son of House Forrester dead, just instantly crushed by a crushed by a horse. In in my case, really, so I'm pretty yeah. Huh? Okay. Is that not what no, happened to you? No, that's not what happened to mine. And mine, he was yeah. um, standing out in a field. Wait, mm-hmm. am I thinking of the right person? I might be thinking of the wrong person. Uh, Roderick, the old, he's the the oldest son, not okay, not no, Lord Forrester. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He did get crushed by a horse. He gets crushed by a horse. One of those really good looking horses. Yep, they got they really got those animations down. Boom, and you kill dead. someone with a horse, right? Like at some point, you throw someone. Yeah, on a horse. yeah. I think so. It's got horses um, everywhere, man. I know. And then uh, and then Lord Forrester, uh, you go to help him. He eventually is wounded and and decides he's gonna like just stay behind so that you can take the family great sword back to house Forrester, as well as the, 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 the final warning of the North Grove must not be lost. Ah, he yes. tells you to, he tells you to tell your, your, your uncle Duncan, only your uncle and only your uncle. He makes, makes a hard point of that. And then he sends you off. He dies in very sad fashion. And, and then I believe the, the Game of Thrones oh, opening yeah. starts, and they, right? They really, I thought it did a pretty good job making that in like Telltale with the 3D graphics and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. mean, it, it was cool. It had the sound going, and I'm, I believe it did the same thing as the show where it showed the points of where stuff was going to happen. Yeah, exactly. They changed. They like they showed King's Landing, and they showed it how it like appears in the in the show. And I mean, sure, mm-hmm. part of it happens there. But then they also show like Ironrath, which is the the head of House Forrester, and um, and they show the wall too. Yeah, like the that's wall. yeah. It all it all looks really it all looks really really cool. And in fact, I remember before I started up, I was like to Raoul, I was like, man, I wonder I wonder if they're just gonna do the opening, if it's just gonna open up with the opening, and that'd be so. That'd be so awesome. Like, I'd get so hyped up if that was the case. And he's like, I don't fucking care. I don't even like that show. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, yeah, like, it started up and it didn't happen. And I was like, oh, all right, fine, whatever. But then it happened and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I was a little um, disappointed that the actual theme music at the beginning was just some random Game of Thrones esque music yeah like um like ambient music yeah. but i mean it's but again fine, but i mean it's just, they gotta they, they saved it up yeah, they, they, saved they saved it up they didn't show their whole hand so then um you're on the you're on the move back home uh as garrett and yes. you witness uh bolton's men Killing your family, like oh, yeah, just yeah. right after, right after you, you, like your your father figure dies. Your actual father is is killed by Roose Bolton's men. What a crappy day! What I a know, crappy what a terrible, a terrible freaking time for this poor kid. But anyway, you can you kind of confront them, and there's a couple of different choices you can make here of like what to say. But like one of the main ones is you uh, you get one of Bolton's men down on the ground. And you had the choice to either show him mercy or to kill him. Mm-hmm. And what did you what did you do? I showed him mercy because I, I felt like I was playing the the game kind of putting myself on all the characters because I feel like mm-hmm. they're a lot more of a blank slate than say like Big B Wolf. Um so I just kind of was like, well, you know, he's just doing mm-hmm. his job, so I'll, I'll let him live, I guess. Yeah, I think I think we'll actually use this opportunity to say that in this in this one, a lot of our suppositions were correct about like how this Game of Thrones game would be different from other Telltale games, and this one you play as multiple characters. Yeah, uh, Garrett. Garrett is the first guy that you play as, 
And I kind of, I kind of did a little bit. I kind of tried to role play people mm-hmm. in terms of like, um, like I wanted certain characters to not know the things that they wouldn't know. Cause like there are certain interactions that happen with the second character that you play as that we'll talk about in a second that like they could really be influenced by the information, you know, as Garrett. Yeah. I tried doing that too, actually. But I was like, I was like, he wouldn't know that. So I'm going to say he'd do this or whatever like that. And I try to play them like differently, Mm -hmm. but like, so in that case, I, accentuated that Garrett was having a really crappy day <laughs> and he just snapped. So he, he murdered Bolton's men. And I feel like that kind of, I mean, I feel like your, your choice and Garrett's like fate as it is, is kind of decided already, but that definitely was a lot of fuel for later interactions in terms really? of like, you killed this, you killed one of Bolton's men. Blah, 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 blah. So like, yeah, you kill, you kill Bolton's men, well, or you, you, have, to kill, you have to kill off. one of them. One of them you have to kill to one of them, yeah. Um, and then you get to choose axe or pitchfork. Oh yeah, what did you choose? And I, I pitchforked them. Yeah, in me throat. too. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's obviously to go more more range, dude. More range. Yeah, I know. It like immediately shows like how effective it was. It's like guy just tries to swing at you, gets rid of that fork, sword, catch, catch him with the pitchfork, throw the sword aside, and then just Stand gouge him in the, in the throat. And it's over, and he's dead. Why doesn't everybody just use a pitchfork? No, but everyone does like stabbing people in the neck. Yep. Yep. Everyone does. That's so far if you're if you're keeping count, that's that's, that's two, two neck stabbings already. That's um it's quite a lot. Yeah. Two horse but, tramples, but, two horse two, two yeah. neck stabbings. <laughs> so so you get um so your father, your, your father dies. Like he, he's you're you find out your young sister's dead, got chased down and stabbed. Everyone and dies. And your, fall. your dad dies like in your arms, kind of. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, no. But um, you finally make it back to House Forester at Ironrath. Yes. And here you meet a couple more characters that are going to be kind of persistent. One of them is your uncle, Duncan, who, yes. who gets who gets mentioned. And and what 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 did you think of Duncan's character? Um, his character was I'm good, I am smart. That's it. Like he didn't really have much other than that for, for me anyway. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I feel like that was the kind of, I mean, I took it, away from it, him. It, like he's, he's the most level headed yeah, and sensible of definitely. the entire cast. But at the same time, he is also very kind of much boring. that character. Uh, you also meet Sir Royland, who is kind of your house guard. And he is, I met, like, he is like, oh, they f- f- did his shit and now we got to fucking do something. <laughs> That's like his character yes. in this. He's just pissed and, off completely. Just always yep. wanting war, always fighting. You show strength. That's it. Ah, oh, like, you just mm-hmm. kill everyone. We're the best. This is the only way we'll survive. Well, yeah. So, so like in this instant, like Duncan was like, dude, like you killed like Bolton's men. Like the white, you like the white hills are are gonna come like kill us. You killed, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, they're gonna come and like be like, what's up? Like what? You, like they're gonna want justice. Why are you causing crap, man? And then I'm like, no, I didn't start it. Like I wasn't me. And then it's like uh, lots of discussion there. Like uh, Duncan says one thing, Royland says another, and that kind of sets up sort of the main rivalry in the storyline being between those two characters like one's going to be on this side of the conflict and this one's going to be like on this side one's going to want diplomacy the other one's going to want war right right 
Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like one of the things that's kind of continuous throughout this episode is diplomacy war. And that kind of seems like the theme that I feel like a lot of the game is going to go through. Is this just going to be a lot of trying to manage people from attacking each other? I don't mm -hmm. know if it's, well, I guess we'll get to that later. Um, if it actually matters or not, but yeah. Um, so like y you meet those couple of characters. You also meet the house's maester, which has, he has a really complicated name. So like, I couldn't remember, I don't, I don't remember his was. name either. I don't, I'm really bad with names. I have a lot of trouble even just in the show. I and mean, there's just so many characters and this mm -hmm. is, this game has no exception. I just, that's you know. a, yeah. Uh, in fact, let's, let's talk a tiny bit about that. This game, I think is a very good representation of the show, mm -hmm. uh, from the standpoint of like you mentioned earlier, gore, uh, no gratuitous sex yet. Yeah, that's the one thing I was gonna say was that the only thing inaccurate about it was uh, no boobies, no boobies yet, no, not at yet. all. Well, it's they got five more episodes to redeem themselves, and I'm sure yep. I, I'm I'm gonna bet I'm gonna bet right now mm -hmm. that uh, two episodes have nudity in them. Two episodes, uh, and and I would I'm gonna be willing to bet right now uh, one of them. That it's the opening scene. Do you think it's the opening scene? All right. I'm going to guess that in one of them, it's the opening scene. How many, how many episodes nudity. do you think? Do you agree with two? You think there's going to be two? I will say two, two as well. Two sounds solid. And I will say one of them opens up, and we can talk a little bit right. about that more later. But right. either way, uh, everybody's like really scared of the White Hills mm -hmm. wanting justice mm -hmm. and whatnot. So they, they have been, they, I think it's Duncan convinces everybody. And Garrett to that Garrett's gonna go to the wall. Yeah. He's gonna go yeah, to the wall. Which is like basically for those who don't well, you know, if you're following Game of Thrones, you're probably playing this game, but the wall is like almost like prison, kind of neutral prison in some yes. ways where everyone serves because it's all for the greater good of Festeros. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Basically if you're a criminal, you can kind of make up for the fact that you were a criminal. By serving uh, everyone. By serving, yeah, everyone. So that makes the wall kind of like a chance for redemption, but it also makes it this weird place where like murderers and or rapists like hang out, are, yeah, and are hanging out, are just hanging out and like are given swords and are like, hey, like this is a great group of people. Let's hang out with them. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's just like kind of like a less strict version of prison because they're all kind of given free reign to just hang out and be rangers on the wall and. Just basically become soldiers, which is, I don't know, it, it it ends up being what it is, at least in the show, what, kind of what you'd expect when you stick a bunch of criminals and rapists around. Mm -hmm. um, but then, so your character gets sent out, mm -hmm. and that's kind of most of what you see for Garrett. Like, he's pretty much done. Like, they switched yeah, to he, character. Yeah, he, he shows up in one other part, but, like... It immediately goes to another character, which you've all, you start learning about more about the members of House Forrester and 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 the different lords and you um with Ger with um Gregor the house head dead and the eldest son Roderick dead uh the the rule of House Forrester falls on the third born son actually whose name is Ethan ah yes what a, what a good what name a what a terrible name oh, no. oh. Oh, I was I was actually I'm still in that mode where I feel like Ethan is a very uncommon name, even though it's super common now. Uh -huh. So I, I still get excited when I see it in like media You're and like, stuff. I'm like, it's my name. That's me. That's me. Oh, so I, cool. You must have been really excited at the ending oh, then. But but yeah. we're not there yet. Yeah. But um you actually learned that they they actually have a second born son 
his name is Asher, but he is not around because he was exiled for being kind of. But I feel it, they mentioned that he exiled himself. Because oh yeah, I guess he, he didn't really want to rule. That's a little bit later, but he, yeah, because he's just kind of. Yeah, it doesn't so, feel like that's his place, and that seems like a very common thing for a lot of uh, uh, monarchy kids to do. Is that what they're called? Monarchy kids. Monarchy kids. <laughs> kids of the monarchy. <laughs> monarchy kids. So, so it falls on Ethan, who I forget if they say how old Ethan is. Uh, he no, I don't. I don't actually think he do. Everyone just says he's too young. He looks to be about yeah. like 12, 13, 14 yeah, maybe. He's got to be like thirteen or fourteen years old, and that is actually your second playable character yes. that you get to play as. So. You you meet you meet Ethan. He's playing around in the Ironwood, uh, which is kind of House Forester's resource domain, as well as their yeah number one resource. They're kind of the only ones who can harvest this weird kind of mythical wood that makes like the best shields yeah, in the all of quality. Westeros. Yeah, so he's playing around with his um with his younger brother Ryan and his twin sister Talia. Yeah, his yes. twin sister twin. Talia. And here you can start again, kind of like you like they do in Telltale games, and like you did with Garrett. You can start, you know, uh, you can start molding what kind of guy you want Ethan to be. Like, I feel like Ethan's even a more blank slate, just because he's younger, and um, he just doesn't seem to have as much. They don't seem to elaborate much on his backstory. It's just that he's yeah, he's kind of like innocent, you know. He's, yeah, he's he's just a kid, and like the first consulars you actually have are your even younger brother and your twin sister who are just kind of like, you know, your twin sister's kind of like, oh, I saw Roderick change and Asha got mad and I just don't want you to change. Don't, Ethan. don't be mad. Don't be mad don't, ever. Be a nice guy. And, and then Ryan's just like, oh, I'm a little kid, so everything's simplistic to me. He's <laughs> like, you should hurt bad people and good people shouldn't get hurt. Hey, Why you, you dad get hurt? Hey, don't, don't, go, don't go do be king. I want to play games and play hide yeah, and yeah, seek, yeah. but I don't like hide and seek that much. It's scary. And Which then I here comes... Here co oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the thing, too. Like, on that part, like, I stayed silent. I was like, I'm totally going to fuck with these kids like i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be the best hire and then just tolly just walks around the tree and is like i'll see you ethan and i'm like what the hell why did i remain silent then like this not good That's at all i'm pretty sure i said something and then he's like oh i'm scared and i was like i'm, I'm sorry I'm like, okay why are you so freaking out i'm playing hide and seek for too long like i do you think i'm really gone i mean i guess it's, it's game of thrones so everyone dies if they go outside anytime so there's always yeah, that chance I guess. but either way uh you know, kids playing, having fun. Having a good time. So, it's, of course, it's time for Sir Royland to be like, ah, what's going on, <laughs> Ethan? You gotta come back. You're the Lord be, be now. Be an adult. Be an adult. Grow up yeah, fast. It, Say goodbye to your childhood. This is Westeros. Yeah, and then, uh, so it kind of gives you a choice then to, like, stay with your stay with your brother and sister or go with Sir Royland to, like, talk about... Cause oh, cause the thing is, is Sir White, uh, not Sir, uh, Lord Whitehill Lord is Whitehill. already like at, at Ironrath. Like he showed up unannounced, and like now it's like, oh, you're the Lord. You gotta go talk to him. Like yeah, you have to, right? So so what? Like I think I I I went with Sir Royland. Yeah, I did too. I mean, that's my duty, right. man. I gotta do. You gotta do your job. You know exactly. You just get yeah. put in this new position, and you're gonna man up. You're gonna do your job. Mm -hmm. You're gonna go there, even if it sucks. Even though. Ryan wants to play games all day. You know, you gotta, you gotta grow up. You gotta grow up. Mm -hmm. This is the time. Yeah, and then so, so, so you go to the main hall. Uh, Lord Whitehill kind of, kind of 
storms in, but like me not knowing who this guy is and like kind of wanting to make a good first impression, he extends his hand and like you have the option to shake it. Totally shook it. And then he's like, oh, fucking kill you or something like that. Really? Like something really threatening. And I was like, what the heck? Like, what is wrong with this guy? Yeah. See, that was the thing is I feel like that whole scene, this whole scene where you're trying to appease him, you want to be diplomatic. You're really trying. Mm -hmm. He's just kind of being a douchebag for like no reason at all. See, that's the thing is like once he did that and then Sir Roiland was like, oh, I'm Sir Roiland. You gotta be mad. Like... <laughs> After that, I was like, dude, F this guy. Like, I'm just going to be a dick to this guy because this guy is coming up in my hall. He's saying all this nonsense. Like, all right. oh, Garrett, I, I, I dealt with Garrett. Like, I was like, I dealt with Garrett. It's over. Like, get the hell out of my hall. Like, get, what are you doing? Huh. Did you actually, like, kick him out? Yeah. And then oh, I really? was like, you're a, and I was like, you're a craven. You're a craven. So, so you didn't come to the White part Hill. where, um, his mom comes or anything and tells him to like, Oh no, his mom, his okay. mom comes regardless. Okay. okay. So I thought, I thought like that just never happened. I don't know. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. I, I kind of tried to be more diplomatic and, you know, bite my tongue. But at some points, like I was just like, you know, this guy's an asshole. I'm just going to tell him, tell how it is. You know, this guy mm -hmm. didn't kill, you know, I, yeah. cause I chose the thing where I didn't kill him. So I'm like, you know, I only killed in self-defense and all this stuff. So I felt even yeah, more, yeah, like, yeah. you know, what was weird too is I don't know. If this is true, but um, there was a guy with a hat and a mustache that looked very similar to the guy I didn't kill. I don't know if he was in your game or not. A guy with a hat and a mustache? He was standing on the side, by, by the side during this part. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was just like oh. see, a yeah. generic See, I was hoping that was the actual model. guy and he would come in and be like, well, you know, he actually wasn't that mean. You know, he saved <laughs> me. But I, I, that didn't happen. I was kind of yeah. disappointed. Yeah, so if it wasn't clear... White Hills like just stormed up on your castle because he's like, uh, one of that that Tuttle kid, like I know he's above your house right. and he killed one of my dudes, so like or he was killed like killed Lord Bolton's dudes, like what the hell? And so um either way, White Hill kind of leaves your your keep and says that Ramsey Bolton's on his way, yeah? Yeah, which is the scariest part because Ramsey Bolton is um he's what is he? He's kind of like the ruler, I guess, kind of like in charge, like the representative from King's Landing, right? Yeah. In some he, way. Uh, I'm not um, exactly sure of his title, but I know he kind of he's, rules over. Like he's everything. he's Roos Bolton's he's Roos Bolton's bastard. And he kind of what 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 exactly? How do you describe Ramsey? Uh, he's a douchebag, kind of, but I mean he's <laughs> been he's kind of been given this weird like liege lord title from Roos, like yeah. to like rule a lot of the north mm -hmm. territories mm -hmm. after like the after the Boltons defect to the Lannisters and all that stuff. So uh, that's kind of his thing is like he's kind of up there causing havoc because uh, he is a giant. Like psychopath, yeah, he's, he's Ramsey. Really and if anybody who's watches the show knows that. And like, if I haven't said it before, and I, I'll say it right now, but Ramsey's like easily one of my favorite characters on the show, just because every scene he's in is like super entertaining. Like he's just so crazy. Yeah, he's definitely just like embodies the pure psychopath, uh, sociopath, sort of like mm -hmm. everything. Just, just insane. Yeah. So, but either way. uh the after White Hill leaves, you're actually kind of uh, transported. Well, actually, no. I think it's your your mom, uh, Lady Forrester, is like uh, our our daughter is a handmaiden at King's Landing. Like we should totally 
ask that ask her to like ask the queen for yeah. some help down here. So then you actually jump into uh this third character, Mira Forrester, mm-hmm. who is a handmaiden of Marjorie Terrell in King's Landing. Yes, who so, is a uh, being betrothed in the show, she's being betrothed to Joffrey. Yes, because um, again, this is this is still kind of the back end of season three slash beginning of season, season four, four. Yeah, so she's in the middle of planning a wedding and all that stuff, and so you're basically you're you're playing her handmaiden with her other handmaiden, which you're kind of friends, and it, yeah. it's kind of you play the side role of a very important character in the show, so it's kind of interesting to see it from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the the mirror stuff is probably the most controversial I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, from reviewers like people either love that section or they hate Mm -hmm. that section i think it's definitely one of the harder sections to kind of get a grasp on what you should be doing and what and i don't mean like from a standpoint these games are obviously linear i Mm -hmm. mean they have branching paths in terms of like uh what can happen to certain characters and all that stuff but i mean in terms of like how to kind of cohesively go about things yeah go about things it's the hardest thing because it is very much like the game of like the game of thrones show like all the king's landing intrigue stuff where it's like this person uh, the war is fought with words not with actions yeah. like things you have to play certain sides and play certain things and so so you're your handmaiden to to Marjorie, who is actually all like all over this game. I'm surprised like how much she is in yeah, she's involved in, in this game, and she is actually has the likeness and is voiced by her uh, actress from the show, uh, Natalie Dormier. Yeah, that's Dormier. it. Dormier. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah, and she, and she does a really good job. And I like again, this is this is the way Telltale kind of uh, really excels is like in terms of this kind of license because the thing is is that in the walking dead they they based it on the comic book mm-hmm. and so characters like didn't necessarily have to act like anybody like you could see herschel and be like hey i watched the show i know who herschel is but it's like it's not like he's supposed to be like the actor from the show or whatever because it's based on the comic book right, you can right. see glenn and whatever but in this game they have the actual Actors uh, and likeness, yeah, likeness and voices of the actors and actresses, and so like when you're walking down, the thing is, is so so you get this letter as Mira, you mm-hmm. get this letter mm-hmm. from for, from House Forrester being like, hey, we need help. Could you ask like, could you ask Marjorie Terrell if she can like do anything or whatever? And so you tell like Marjorie as she's actually uh, on the way to have an audience with Cersei. Because I guess they'd been actually discussing you because House Forrester is now kind of considered a traitor. Right. And, like, Cersei's like, I know your handmaiden's, like, from House Forrester, so can we, like, talk about her? And so so you and, Mar- you and Marjorie are on your way to talk to Cersei. But as I was saying, like, as, you were wa- as you're walking down that hallway, like, Marjorie does the thing that she does from the show where she, like, grabs your arm and, like, she puts it around, like, her arm and, like, talks to you really close. Like, yeah, yeah, which like, is a good, uh, a good likeness of what, you know, yeah, yeah, like, show. like she does in the show, so, so, and I just thought that was a neat little touch. Yeah, there's, that there's they a lot did. of neat little touches that definitely, like, you know, some of the characters you see only for a little bit, and they definitely have mm. their um, signatures, signature 
talking, signature attitudes, signature mm-hmm. kind of movements and things like that. Also, I to know this is after she receives a letter from her mom. So she already knows um, that she needs, they need help. The foresters need help. So she yeah, is yeah, trying yeah. to talk to Marjorie and see if she can get a uh, uh, some sort of help from King mm-hmm. Joffrey since, you know, they know so well. Um and that doesn't go very well. I know I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but the, yeah. you know, at some point she asks, and that doesn't go very well. But mm-hmm. so that entire time you're kind of trying to appease Marjorie, but then so you're also thrown in a situation where you have to see Cersei, and Cersei definitely, mm-hmm. you probably know she probably doesn't like Marjorie that much. Yeah, um, they're not on the best terms, and she doesn't like you because you're kind of a, uh, a Stark, cl- yeah, Stark, a Stark basically a Stark supporter, Stark bannerman, and so you get thrown. And you know you, you definitely don't want to like mm-hmm. get on her bad side. So you're kind of thrown in this really weird situation where Marjorie even kind of says is like, Hey, like you're in front of the queen. You gotta like, just try to appease her and play to like her whatever. But like at the same time, like you're trying to stay loyal to Marjorie while also staying loyal to your house. So it's, yeah, that's really where I'm, what, that's, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like in this section where it's like, you're kind of thrown into like a, an immediate, weird moral balancing kind of quandary in terms of like how you're going to answer this and how you're going to ask for this and which like was pretty all this cool, stuff. which is pretty cool. I like, yeah, I, like I, I liked it. I liked it. Cause I mean, um, I, at some point, like I just immediately started, you know, kissing your ass as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And that just turned into like, it's the telltale little sign popped up and was like, she didn't, wasn't fully impressed by that answer. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay. Or she doesn't fully believe you. And I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. cool. So, Kind of what I feel like whatever I did, like it just wouldn't work. I was kind of yeah, so I'm kind of curious were, it would happen if you just stood up to her completely. There were a couple of times where I I I like worked it around so it seemed like she was kind of like all right with it, but like yeah, it was definitely an odd situation. Cause so you do end up going in front of Cersei, and again, she is uh has a likeness and is voiced by Lena Headey and she does a great job too. Like, and again, the, the way telltale like animates her face and mm-hmm. specifically her eyebrows. Cause yeah. if you watch the show, she has very powerful eyebrows. Yeah, she's just an eyebrow actress. Uh, she like, she looks like Cersei and she acts like Cersei. And guess who else is there? Tyrion is there. Tyrion. Oh yes. Our favorite voice actor in video games, which this is actually kind of the one, thing that I didn't necessarily like I thought it was fine but this is the one thing I didn't like about the game was when it tried to like it felt like it was trying to appeal to like yeah like he was making hey, like, uh, snarky is- comments and all things like that because yeah, that's it what was he like, does yeah exactly it's like trying to be like waka waka like this is <laughs> game of this is the game of thrones game like this, here's here's your game of thrones Cer- in there Cersei's a bitch and Tyrion's making fun of her and ha yeah, yeah, that's yeah. hilarious and like uh, there's actually another part that uh, we're not gonna get too in depth on that part so I'll just say right now like um, you're looking at kind of the wedding seating for for Joffrey and Marjorie's wedding and like a bunch of high profile names are like thrown around Mm -hmm. and I felt like that section was kind of like ah like you're just you're just name dropping people because people will recognize these names from the show like specifically (laughs) Uh, one was like Brienne of Tarth we'll put her next to Tyrion and I'm like why is Brienne at the... I'm like, why is Brienne at the wedding? What? Like, isn't she not necessarily, like... Well, you'd have to see later on. All right. Because you you hadn't actually... You haven't seen the fourth season, have no, you? No, I haven't. I've just gotten most of the main, like, plot points out of the way, but, like... It, it makes sense. You'll see. 
Um, All right. It's, that makes sense. But still, it was just like all, very obvious name dropping. Like, mm-hmm. remember, we're in Game of Thrones. And that's one thing I feel like the other games don't have. Like, you don't have. We knew nothing about Wolf Among Us, but we all liked yeah. it. I don't know if that can happen because I like Game of Thrones. You like Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you could like it if you didn't like Game of Thrones. I don't know if yeah. it would drop you in enough because I, I don't know. It feels like it relies a little too, too much on you already knowing kind of how Game of Thrones works. Yeah, that's the thing is that it tries to kind of set you up with with a fresh house and with all these new characters and kind of like talking about, you know, uh, new conflicts that aren't really on the show or whatever, but they don't really explain anything, but that's the thing. Everything else is so kind of embedded in that, in that mythos that I don't think you would necessarily like it. If you haven't played it, you might, you might. And in fact, you might be so intrigued by like, what is this? Like, what are they talking about? What is this that you then in turn get into everything else? Game of Thrones. This could certainly possibly be like your, your, you're in to that world. Yeah. But at the same time, in in my mind, it is a bit dense and it is a bit too embedded in in the mythos to for me to be like, yeah, totally. If you just if you don't know it. anything, just go try yeah, it. Yeah, it's a good game. I feel like it's just that's the thing is it feels a little bit too heavy on the fan service. Like I so like I said, I was saying that people either really like the King's Landing section where you're talking to Cersei and you uh-huh. see Tyrion, or some people thought it was really, really ham fisted. Um, also yeah. it just made you feel really powerless because you're like wow look at these guys actually making really cool decisions while you're just a handmaiden literally talking about boys mm-hmm. <laughs> at yeah. one point and i i kind of see both i actually am quite refreshed at how telltale actually besides Wolf among us um and i don't know about the borderlands games um you're actually like a side character in this kind of bigger thing and you have your own kind of plot i kind of like that like the foresters aren't a main pivotal point in the show or anything. And they're not even, mm-hmm. they're barely mentioned in the books. Um, but they, they turn them into those characters that kind of have some influence over what yeah. some of the events are going on, which I think is actually pretty cool. And that's the thing is I feel like in playing through the Mira, uh, part of the game, you kind of start seeing that, Oh, they're kind of trying to build her up as almost like the, the, the Sansa role, I think in terms of like, she starts out kind of powerless and not real and kind of being a little bit naive, but she starts to like learn about how, how even like people in smaller positions can, yeah, can kind of influence larger, larger goings on and stuff. Yeah. That's kind of, especially at one point when Mm -hmm. she, you have the option to say something to the appraise Marjorie, make her feel better at a later mm-hmm. point and you just you, you realize that that character's finally understanding how uh things work in king's landing where it's just mm-hmm. a lot of all politics like it's so much more politicized than everywhere else in restaurants where it's just oh I could, you killed my farmers or the farmers are dead well now we're going to declare war on you because you killed our soldiers it's not going to be that simple it's yeah. a lot more like um political stuff we need to hurry up on this because this is, this is getting quite a long all right, so we'll, oh, either okay, we'll, way, e- either way, what's up? I was just saying we need to skip around. Let's go. Yeah, so. no, either way, <laughs> like, okay, so Cersei is like, either way that, that thing goes down, you end up asking Marjorie for for help. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, Or I think you can actually not do it, which is freaking weird to me. But either way, uh, you you go back to Garrett for a second. This is the one second you go back to Garrett, and it's just basically to show that, hey, Ramsey Snow is totally on his way. Like, he's yeah. he's totally look, making his look, way to he's Iron crazy. Man. And look, he's, he's crazy. He's killing a guy. He's, he's like ripping him up. Yeah. He's skinning him. 
Look how crazy it is. Crazy. All right. That's crazy. And so then you so then you go back to Iron Wrath and um You're playing Zethan again, is, right? Yeah, you're, this is where you're Ethan, and and this is this is probably the worst part of the game for me. This is where it kind of lost me. Yeah, this this part's a little bit slow. So your maester basically tells you, like, look, you're, since you're Lord, you've got to uh, you got to pick a Sentinel who's going to be kind of your right hand man. He's going to look out for you, and he's going to be your like closest guy that you defer to on all decisions. Mm-hmm. And basically, you're given two options. You're given again the rivalry between Duncan or. Uh, Sir, uh, Sir, other guy, Sir, Sir Raylan, Sir Raylan, Sir Raylan. yeah. Um, but Scarface. So, but at this point, you're just kind of really talking to people, really conjecturally, and it's not like a Mass Effect game where you can really get in deep into the nitty gritty about no, what's this guy like, who's shallow. this, what's all this, like blah blah blah. Like it's, inst- yeah, instead, yeah. it's like basically you ask somebody one question, and it can be even not even related to like. Oh, who should I pick? Like, what? Like, who's the better candidate? Like, I fact, in fact, I think um, you talk to your one of your uncles, uh, Malcolm. Yeah, who's like not even barely in the episode. He's like a background character, and he's like gonna. He, he, your mother is sending him away to go fetch your your older brother Asher. Oh, at a later point, yes. Yeah, cause uh, but you can ask him just like basically like what? Where are you going? <laughs> there are options to there are options to ask him about Duncan or Raylan, but I chose to just be like, "Dude, where are you going?" Like, yeah, like, I asked the same thing. You just you just got here. Where are you going? I don't even know who you are. Well, yeah, Ethan probably does, but I don't. Yeah. So either way, oh yeah, and this is actually at a point. Uh, at this point, you actually kind of have your your only lordly kind of decision in terms of uh, a thief is cap is caught and you have to judge how oh, to yeah, I forgot about this yeah how to judge him do you send like uh Rayland of course is like ah fucking cut his fingers <laughs> off and Duncan's yep. like no man like go easy on him like he's not whatever and Raylan's like come on you gotta punish him and then Duncan's like fine then like if you have to punish him send him to the wall and so, so you have kind of the option of showing mercy in front of all your people or cutting off his fingers or sending him to the wall. So, so what did you do? I sent him to the wall Ethan. because I don't, yeah, I, 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 I sent him to the wall too, especially because I'm like, Hmm, I like when things match up in later episodes. I wonder if this guy will run into Garrett later and be like, Oh yeah. Something, something, something. I don't know if he's going to be positive. I don't know if he's going to be, just gonna be in the it. guy in the background just dies instantly because they want to write yeah. dialogue for him. Yep. <laughs> Probably more likely. Either way, so so the whole point of this one small section is that you have to choose your sentinel. So I you feel convene, like it wasn't very small. I felt like it was really long and kind of it, drawn it's, out. It's it's long because you're just because of the walk speed of the game. Yeah, and I guess you that's kind true. of are exploring an unnecessarily large courtyard to <laughs> go just, talk to yeah. everybody. I mean, but I knew I, I knew who I was going to pick. I was going to mm-hmm. pick not the crazy not crazy guy. I was going to pick Duncan, of course. Yeah. You picked Duncan? I picked Raylan. Really? Really? <laughs> yeah. so what was your thinking behind that? My thinking was, again, like the standpoint of like Duncan, uh, as, as, uh, uh oh, what's, as, what's his name? Frick, why can't I remember his name? As Garrett, as yeah, Garrett, you yeah. you tell him about the the North Grove. Oh, speaking of which, I accidentally slipped that up and told someone else about it. You idiot! Because I, I wasn't paying it, I was paying attention, but I um didn't remember what exactly the secret was. 
So I was like, oh, I'll talk about this Grove thing. And I was like, oh, no, that's a secret. And then You dummy. Yeah. I told nobody. I avoided anybody else's questions about anything uh-huh. about last week. I was doing really good until like the last time. The last and minute. then like I only told Duncan. So that's the thing is like I only told Duncan. So I'm like, man, Ethan doesn't know like Duncan is probably the better guy. Like let, like all he knows is that he needs to be strong right now. And Raylan's the guy that's like, uh, I oh, guess it's blah, true. Blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, Raylan, you're my you're my dog. But Raylan's crazy. He is crazy, and you have to kind of then decide how you're gonna deal with Ramsey. Like, are you gonna accept him like a lord? Or are you gonna like aggressively, like war have a sh- yeah? Did you, show did, you did you go to war with him? What'd you do? I said I was gonna try diplomacy, but I was gonna make him wait at the gate. That's exactly what I did. Yeah, which seems like a kind of a a, a, a good middle ground between the and two. And ended up but being kind of crappy. Yeah, it ended yeah. up being not great. Not good at all. Mm-mm. So, uh, but before Ramsey, before Ramsey shows up, you take a brief uh, step back to tr- King's Landing. Step back to King's Landing, and now here's a weird thing that you mentioned earlier about the inventory. Um, oh, at the yeah. beginning of this chapter, it's like you're sitting, you're you're Miran, you're sitting at the table, and there's an, a strange key in front of you, there's and then something there's. Else. There's uh, the seal of House Tyrell, like a stamp. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have the option of looking at both and picking but You have to look at both of them. And yeah, then you, you make the choice if you want to do yes or no of taking them. And it's like, yes, what? you can take both or you can only take one or you can take neither, right? Yeah, I took neither because I was like, why do I need this? I took the seal of House Tyrell. And here's my thinking behind that. At some point, I know Mira's going to have to do some underhanded shit. <laughs> and yes. she's if she had like the official seal of a of a great house, like she could totally send out like, hey, I'm totally Marjorie. This is totally my handwriting and my seal. Like yeah. fucking help me out here. So like that was my only like thing. It didn't even come into play no. in the episode. None as of the inventory stuff because you get inventory stuff earlier as Garrett, and you yeah. can uh, take like bandages and stuff. And, and he's like, like, this is useful. Herbs. And I'm like, okay. And then never, you never use it. Like it's, I was it's, thinking, it's a weird kind of disconnect because the game is very much like there's no puzzles. You're just talking the whole time. Like it's really reduced to quick time events and talking and dialogue options. And then every time it's like, oh wait, this is an adventure game, so we have an inventory. I think here, mm-hmm. pick stuff up and interact with it. And that's about it. You don't do anything else more than that. Either and either way, Marjorie comes in and is basically like yeah ask joffrey he's not feeling it like this like he tore my clothes yeah he tore my clothes like at first it took me a second i'm like wait what happened it's like oh your sleeve is slightly torn all right that sounds about right but but, um either way like so you kind of have an option to like of how you're gonna interact with marjorie after that experience and and stuff and the only other thing is that then um, earlier in the episode, you have an interaction with a coal boy who's like asking you a lot of questions. Like he's he's asking a lot of weird questions, and he kind of shows up back here to bookend the King's Landing portions. Yeah, and I don't yeah. know exactly what he does besides that, but uh, yeah, uh, just... my my thoughts. He's to me, he seems like he's possibly one of uh, 
Lord Varys's like little little birds. You yeah, know, just, just the way it, he's at, yeah, just the way he's right. acting and the way he like hints is at like being like, oh, like no, no, the cowboy sees a lot of things. Like he doesn't, he, he, he's around to he's, see things and be quiet and just do yeah. things. Yeah, and just report back. So I'm like, this dude's totally somebody. So I'm gonna be kind of nice to him here. And that's about it. Yep. That's about it for Mira. Yep. You're like, oh, I need to help my family still, but I'm I totally can't. boned. All right, so now I'm going to be a useless yeah. character. All right, well, I guess I'll stay here and, now. And so we get to the climax of... And and I know this is kind of running a little bit long, but we had to set up the show, and I feel like this episode was really dense. It was like, really I long. Feel- it was really dense. When we also had to, setting it up includes talking about all these different characters because there are a lot of different characters, yep. a lot. And I am really impressed at how you were able to remember most of their names because I just don't know everything. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I'm I, I barely know the main characters' names. I know Ethan because he has my name. That's it. No, yeah, I know and guess that, what? <laughs> guess what? That's not really going to no, matter no. much. Oh, yeah. So, so the next scene, you get Ramsey. You do whatever he says. He comes to the gate. For me, he stood at the gate and, you know, mocked yeah, me. And I, I let him in. I didn't let anyone else in. Um, yeah, I let him and him and Whitehill in. Yeah. Because, like, well, I mean, like, you, you're like, I'm only going to let you in. And then and Whitehill White comes, comes in, in. And I'm like, what the fuck did I just say? Like, <laughs> yeah, and no one seems mad. They're like, all right. Yeah, I know. I guess it's um, just not army. You know? But, like, again, I should also say here, um, Ramsey Snow's actor, he, he's got a really weird name, too. You, I win Rion. Also does the does the voice acting for Ramsey here, and it shows, and it's really effective because he He's is probably awesome. the best voice actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I well, feel just like, he has such a distinct voice, though. Is yeah, the thing. and I feel like everyone else is more act like you know. There's a difference between acting and voice acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like everyone else is just kind of reading their lines and their character, but he was mm-hmm. actually I felt like he was a little bit acting. Yeah, a little he more. was trying to get across the whole. He was in it a lot I, more than the other characters though too. Oh, definitely. Well, so. But and uh, I, I liked it because he did a really good job. Yeah, so he comes in and taunts you. Eventually, he somehow gets up to the throne room after ma- mocking your army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets so, up to your throne room. And you're, you kind of engage in a bit of negotiations here. This is where I actually started to try to, like, pull back and be like, all right, I need to, like, work with Ramsey here because... Yeah, I did the same thing. Cause, so, like, I, I bend the knee. Like, he's like, all right, you need to swear allegiance to, to the Bolton house and like then we can move on and i was like all right i swear fealty and then he's like talking about distributing the ironwood or giving it all to white hill and and stuff and i felt like i was in a pretty good position because it it ended up being and i'm pretty sure this is how it ends up for everybody it's like right here's what we're going to do white hill will get half of the ironwood yeah. and you will keep half of the ironwood and we'll see who did does better with it yeah exactly and, that's happened to me too. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, this, I'm like, this is the, this is setting up for the next episode. All right. I'm going to be, have to be Ethan, like kind of managing, managing this managing iron wood. Yep. Yeah. Managing wood. I'm like, all right. Sounds Let's about right. Tan. All right. Here we go. But uh, Ramsey's like, your, your family's in the hall as well. And Ramsey's like eyeballing your, your younger brother at first. And then he's like eyeballing your twin sister, and he like walks up on her all creepy like, and um, wants to take this her point, away, right? Like yeah. He, at this point, he's like, "I need a ward. Like, I'm gonna take your sister." And then, and then, so you can kind of like interject in several different ways. I think I tried to first deflect like his his 
attention back onto me. And then eventually I was just like, take me, like, take me as oh, your really? ward. Oh, really? You did that? Yes, yes. Mm. And I was like, take me as your ward. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to be Ramsey's ward in the next episode. That's what's going to happen. And then sure enough, and again, like tensions building and tensions building, and you know this is a telltale game, so you know they got to end the episode on like a big finish. Of course. And I was like, oh man, like he's going to kill my sister. He's going to kill Ryan, like something happened. But no, he totally stabs you, yeah. your player character, Ethan, right in the effing neck. He yep. kills you. <laughs> You're just dead. And it's like, yeah. damn. And that was, a re- that was definitely a... Uh I, I I'm it's not surprising but I didn't see it coming mm-hmm. again like our, we supposed like earlier like aside uh, when we when we talked about this I think when we were talking about the wolf among us on an, on an old podcast we were talking about you know if we would play as different care like different characters every episode and that was correct very we were true. playing as multiple ep- and then I think Matt was like and maybe one of your characters even dies and yep, guess right. what <laughs> happens right away like you're one of your characters dead yep. so all that work and all that like all that investment you had in it's Ethan gone. is gone because he is dead yeah. yeah like I was like take take me I'll be your I'll be your ward and then he's like oh you are a brave little lord aren't you and then he's like stab and he's like but i don't need somebody who's brave <laughs> like yeah and then, and then he takes it. your brother right yeah and then he takes ryan which is i thought was weird it's like weren't you just like wanting to take my sister a second ago why are you taking my brother now oh by the way i'm dead oh god yeah dead. exactly it, yeah i feel like this is it was expected not expected but unexpected but um it, it was well, expected well that in something was gonna happen in that scene i figured he was going to kill one of my family members i f- i thought like oh man like my sentinel is gonna die like raylan's nah, totally they gonna pulled, die they right pulled now. a call of duty they killed one of the main protagonists yeah so you actually care more about this protagonist than call of duty but mm-hmm. it was um an interesting move and i feel like you're gonna be playing as his brother the older brother that comes back yes the next it, one because I, I i don't know if i didn't notice this but i feel like he's the one on the title screen after you finish the game yes well yeah so like let's let's say that the episode wraps up right after that it literally ethan's yeah. ethan's dead and then we get a next time on where it kind of shows some some just really generic stuff going on at king's landing and at house forcer but one of the things that shows is that again your uncle malcolm was going to be sent to Essos, which is where your your older brother Asher mm-hmm. is, or I guess Ethan's older brother yes. uh, Asher, is in uh, self-imposed exile as a mercenary in Essos, and uh, it looks like you're gonna ha- you're gonna be playing a little bit as Asher in that episode, which I think is gonna be kind of cool. Yeah, I, think that, I feel like that, that could be, cool. be a nice change because. I don't, but I don't. I, hopefully, he'll come back, and then you'll get to see Forrester again because it'll be interesting to see kind of, you know, you know, what? you'll probably come back after a lot of the effects happen after the Ironwood's been split up, um, and you'll probably see a lot of that stuff of the effects of uh, Ramsey ruling over. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of the, the new thing, yeah. The White Hills. Um, so that that I feel like that's where that's gonna go. I don't know. I mean, there's probably gonna be wall stuff. You're probably gonna, G- yeah, you're they gonna show, see John Snow. They to- they totally show John Snow yeah, at the so end gonna of the episode. Him. And I'm like, well, remember this guy from the show? We're like, gonna see he's the here. Now. All right. Yeah, that's the one thing is like you're in Essos as Asher. It's gonna look like so. I gotta think there's gonna be uh, 
uh, Daenerys like cameo probably. in there at some point. Probably, probably. He's probably one of those side guards or something that. Mm. In the small yeah, army, well, I don't know. Yeah, he's one of the like, sl- like the slave leaders mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. And the quest but, in, in King's Landing, I feel, is just going to be more of. Uh, more of just like, oh, I'm doing everything wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I feel really powerless. This is great. But I feel like that's going to change near the end of the, the game. You're going to have more power mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah, I mean, it sets up a lot of intriguing different uh, storylines. And again, the enough stuff goes wrong and, and, and kind of goes in ways you don't mm-hmm. expect for it to be like, I I think I can see where this might be headed, but like, who, who the hell knows? Yeah. Who the hell who knows? knows? Who knows what they're going to do? There's... Six or five more episodes, which is like the length of an entire Telltale season normally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. In fact, I think one more episode than kind of is the standard. Yeah, I feel like five. I feel like five is their standard. It but is. They're going with six. They're crazy. Well, they also got probably got a bigger budget. You can kind of mm-hmm. tell. I spent all that yeah, money you, on horse tech. You definitely can tell, and just with like again the opening and sort of the quality of the quality of the music as well as the fact that they were able to get actual actor actors yeah, to actual like actors. To, to, to do to do voices so, and stuff so what did you think did you actually did you like it i enjoyed it a lot like i am really i'm completely on board i did as i often do in most telltale games i finished the first episode and then it's like you could buy every episode right now and i'm like yes i will do that and <laughs> i right, did thanks. it. thanks yep yeah i i'm definitely on board i don't <sighs> Parts of it I really liked and parts of it I didn't. Uh, I don't think it's the greatest that Telltale's ever made. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it's definitely a very, very solid start. They definitely captured the essence of Game of Thrones in the video game form, unlike any other video games done before. It definitely feels a lot more like the show. Like It feels like ripped straight from the pages, almost directed. Even some of the way it's shot kind of feels yeah, exactly absolutely. Like, like the show, which is really cool to me, and I, I'm definitely on board to see where they go from here. Mm-hmm. I hope they maybe turn down the, the fan service a little bit. Hopefully, yeah. maybe just focus more on the characters and actually try to build them up a little bit because that is a problem between shifting between three different characters is you don't get as attached to any of them, which is probably mm-hmm. good for Ethan because he died. But everyone else, you know, <laughs> you, you kind of want to feel like uh, Marjorie. I can't remember her name. Marjorie's handmaiden. Mira. Mira. Um, I. She just seems like a blank slate to me. Yeah. Like she doesn't have any she personality. She seems like a, at least. Like a very good person but that's about it yeah like garrett had a little bit more garad is it garrett or garad i always forget his name who the the first guy you play as uh garrett 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 i just call him garrett um garrett he has a little bit more personality but he's still more on the blank slate side of things Um, yeah he's definitely has a a lot more background revealed than than other characters like he's i'll put him on the same level as lee where you kind of know some things about him but he's still kind of Mm-hmm. You know, you can still kind of shape how he's going to act, but you kind of get a backstory sense of him. And I have, but just, I don't, mm-hmm. I, I just don't know about the King's Landing stuff. I just don't. I, I, I'm hopeful for it. I definitely like it. I think they're kind of trying to set up for that kind of being the mm-hmm. big, like, um, you know, celebrity, celebrity cameo yeah, like exactly. spot. Like I assume I really like at sp- some point Varys is going to show up. I yeah. assume at some point uh, Baelish is going to show up. I yeah, what, were you, exactly. what were you saying? I was gonna say, I feel like the one of the best parts was actually when Tyrion was doing his thing when you were walking back and he was like, Look, uh-huh. man, this place here sucks. And I'm like, Yeah, that feels like totally what he would do. Mm-hmm. He'd feel exactly. kind of bad. And he's you know, like, I'll walk you out. Yeah, I'll, I'll be nice because my sister's mm-hmm. a, a jerk. I'm a yep. jerk. 
So um, I think that's all we have. I don't think we have anything more to say. Do you? No, I think this went about an hour, but it's it's just a, it a bit longer than we wanted to talk about it. But damn, was there not a lot of things to it, talk about in that very, first episode? Very dense game. Uh, very long first episode, but it was, it was entertaining for the most part. It's very good. Well, well worth excited, it. Definitely excited to see where they go from here. So listen to us next time as the small council reconvenes whenever, uh, probably a few days after the next episode comes out again and we Absolutely. have a chance to play it. Um, until then, keep, take a look up on us on Twitter at, uh, oh my God, a train's coming. Oh God, Ethan's going to die at the end of this episode too. No. Okay, <laughs> I'm good. It passed. It went, it went around me. Um, can you even hear that? I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of oh, heard it, okay, but it just sounded it. like it sounded like a fan had gone on or something. Oh, really? All right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's probably good. I could have ignored it. But uh, check us out on uh, pixellegends.com. Remember, we only have one L. Um, check us out on Twitter at pixel underscore legends and our Facebook page, which I believe is just Pixel Legends. Just search so Pixel Legends. Just, just should, search it. You'll find it. Recently hit 300 likes. Yeah. So, so moving wanna, on up. If you want to make that number get even bigger, we would definitely appreciate it. Uh, make sure to uh, we have no idea where this is posted yet we might post it on iTunes we might post it on mm. um, YouTube but definitely like our regular U- uh, iTunes channel uh, the Pixel Podcast and check that out um, until then uh, we'll see you next time